put it there as one place where you could go and get clients to create content for, or maybe even get a job. Well, that is what today's episode is exactly what about. It's a very different and unique way for you to consider making money as a creator. Welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast. This podcast is hosted by me, Desiree Martins. Every week, I'm going to be showing up in your earbuds to inspire you on your YouTube journey with killer interviews with women YouTube creators, deep dives into the inner workings of how YouTube works, and discussing all the things about YouTube culture and the impact it is having on our world. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with vidIQ, where they help you maximize your videos to YouTube reach by studying titles, description, tags, and playlists relevant to your subject matter, while also studying your competitors to help you know exactly what you should be doing for your YouTube growth. So if you're a female creator looking to grow your channel, level up your content, and learn from the best women creators on the platform to get you on your way to YouTube success and future-proofing your income, this is the perfect place for you. Let's do this. What's up, ladies? Welcome to the episode of the Women of Video Podcast. I'm super excited, as always, to be up in them earballs for today. Okay? Now, this is a really fun conversation that I had with Tracy from the UGC shop. I met her at the Creator Economy Live, and I was really fascinated by what her and her partner were doing when it came to helping creators with connecting with brands and making content for them, not like sponsored content, but like UGC content for them. And also they had this extra added service where they were helping creators get jobs for brands. And I have been very bullish on this since the start of the year, actually end of last year into this year, that this is the year brands start creating content as themselves. And so this is a great opportunity for you who has the skills, the opportunities, the tools, the gear, the equipment to make all of this sort of madness happen. So without further ado, let's dive in this interview. This is going to be a different kind of interview, and I am so excited to for your time today, Tracy. Thank you so much for spending it with me. I appreciate you. My pleasure. All right, so tell us what you do, where you're at, all the things that we need to know. Sounds good. So my name is Tracy. I'm the founder of UGC Shop. We're a studio and a community of over 12,000 creators based all over the world, creating content for TikTok, for Meta, and in all sorts of verticals, ranging from dating, apps, games, service providers, etc. So the way that we started is actually I'm an affiliate marketer by background. So um, we really started off because we had our own media buying team and we had our own clients with which we were running advertising campaigns back in the day. It was mostly on Facebook and Instagram. And then the pandemic hit. <laughs> and, you know... We thought at the at the beginning of the pandemic, we thought that everyone was going to be decreasing their ad spend budgets because naturally we weren't really sure the state of the world, what was happening, you know, um, all these uncertainties. So we thought that everyone was going to be holding off on their advertising campaigns. But then what ended up happening is the complete opposite. What we saw is the online marketing world started booming people started spending more and more online because obviously we couldn't go out and social distancing and that's really where the idea of UGC shop kind of came about for us it was always a solution to a problem of ours which is how are we going to supply our clients with enough content to run their ads especially now that they're starting to increase their ad spend budgets. So we wanted to essentially figure out a way to get 
good quality content that was quick to produce and most importantly that was cost effective because professional photography and shoots was just not going to work out for us at that point and influencer marketing while is extremely important for that specific point and purpose for us was not exactly useful as we just wanted to get the content for ourselves sell it to our clients and our clients wanted to drive their own traffic to their pages. So that's really how UGC shop kind of um, started. And of course the journey didn't end there. What ended up happening was slowly, slowly started casting all these amazing creators, started noticing how extremely talented they are. And we noticed that they didn't really need to have crazy amounts of followers which was a bit of a limitation for these really talented creators who had a great way of shooting content but didn't really have enough time to invest in building up their social media profiles so that's where we saw an amazing opportunity to bring on board all these amazing content creators and slowly start onboarding them providing them with new job opportunities to create content for these brands Oh my gosh. So many cool things. Okay. So I think the TLDR is you help match creators and brands together so that they can create content for the brand. And then hopefully, or the next step would be evolve them into having a job or part-time position with that company. Right. Well, okay. Actually UGC shop started UGC shop is focused on project to project basis. But if you want to dive into higher creators, I'll, I'll walk you through it. So after being in this industry for over five years now, we noticed that there is a big shift in the industry as well. Now, when we had first started out, no one knew what UGC was. On our website, we had huge sections actually explaining what user-generated content means. We even had it categorized back then. It was unboxing, product demos, product reviews, etc. Now, of course, everyone most of the people we know in the industry understand what UGC is and how valuable it is. So we're starting to see this shift in the industry where a lot of companies are look are starting or are interested in investing in their own in-house content creation teams. So of course, it can be very costly for brands and for companies to ship out huge numbers of products and to maintain a bit of their brand image through their content. So for a lot of companies and these brands, it makes more sense for them to start investing in their own in-house content creators, except that they don't know how to hire them, right? We're starting to see um, job listings kind of lump up social media managers, video editors, content creators, because they're not able to identify the exact skill sets of content creators. So that's where Hire Creators comes in. We wanted to find other ways to um, help our content creators make a living out of their content, not only have to kind of rely on project to project basis. Some of them are just really talented and want to invest in this part-time or full-time by completely joining a company. And this is where Hire Creators comes in. We opened up this new service where we help companies put together job listings for content creators that they want to hire in-house. And at the same time, we match them with amazing creators within our, our community who are looking for more stability in their lives. So looking for part-time and full-time opportunities. 
I love that. So many things. Okay. So walk us through what it, like, what does a creator do to join UGC shop? Like what are the skills that are in place? What are the things that they need to know? What can they, what can they expect from a workflow? And then my follow-up question is going to be like, how do they start making money? <laughs> yes. So for a creator, it's pretty simple. All they have to do is go on our website. There's our creators page. You join in, you sign up there and you fill out the form. Um, in the form, we have a bit of information about what your interests are, what are the languages that you speak, because we have clients all over the world and wh what are your interests, right? What kind of content do you like creating? And of course, what platforms are you more invested in that you're actually more interested in creating content for? Based on that, we also actually recently launched our own creator portfolio. So we created a template on Canva that content creators can use to kind of uh, always update their, their portfolios with new kinds of videos that they're creating, perhaps new interests that they're developing. And based on their application, if we see that the content, um, the quality of the content is up to par with our agency standards, then of course we um, approve them and they join our community. And then when they join our community, whenever we get a new opportunity, um, so whenever a brand um, submits a project to us, so let's say we have um, a fashion brand, they're a fashion brand looking for uh, women and men aged between 25 to 35 who have a more street style kind of vibe um and uh they like for example shooting um product demos and shooting hauls so based on that we go within um, our system we filter through all the creators that we have in our system based on of course the creator profile that the brand is letting us know that this is who we're looking to target. And we find the creators that are the most relatable to the brand's target audience. And then we send out a casting call to everyone who fits that profile. And we let them know about the budget, the project, what are the client's expectations, and what are some of the creative concepts that we think would be interesting for them to apply. And then based on that, all the creators who are interested in taking the project will just let us know um, that they're interested. And then we submit a short list of creators for everyone who is interested to the brand. And then the brand actually makes a final selection of who of these creators they'd like to move forward with. After that, we kind of collaborate with the content creators to put together the ideas that they have for their videos. Um, we make sure that it's consistent with their style. We do not do, we do not write um, scripts because we think that defeats the point of creating UGC content. However, we just provide guidance for our content creators. Let's say this is, um, this, this video is for a video ad. So in a video ad, for example, we want to make sure we have a strong hook within the first three seconds so that if you're not interested in this, just scroll on and move on with your life. Um, social media marketing, taking on more taking on more of the online trends that are happening. What are we seeing on these platforms that are going viral? Any audio specifically that are going viral? And anything we can kind of take from the market, from the online communities, and that's how we kind of replicate them. So yeah, we offer them a bit of guidance in general, but we let the creators just kind of do their own thing. That's a lot. I'm really so sorry to interrupt, but did you know that YouTube is the world's second biggest search engine? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but that's why every creator 
truly needs to be using vidIQ to grow their YouTube channel. vidIQ's tech helps you tailor your video ideas to match what people are searching for right now on YouTube. And once you're ready to upload, well, it starts optimizing and getting you all the details that you need to make sure your videos are getting noticed. If you really want to dive in more and get started for free, please head over to the womenofyoutube.com forward slash vidIQ to get started on this YouTube channel changing tool that is going to make things so much easier for you. All right, let's get back. So how many creators currently do you guys have available for brands to work with? Over 12,000 creators. Oh my gosh. And how are you guys finding brands for creators to work with? So luckily being one of the first UGC agencies in the world, um, we get a lot of our online leads just from our website. People come to us and they just purchase the content online or a lot of our clients are uh, word of mouth. So we get referrals from other clients and with, with the way that we work is on a one-time basis or on a recurrent basis. So a lot of our clients just get content from us on a month to month basis. And this is actually the like, this is actually like the best part of the job because that's when you get to know the brands. The brands get to know the creators as well. And then when we start seeing that some creators are performing better than others, then we go back to these creators and we develop a month-to-month -month relationship with them. This also helps creators find a bit more stability uh, within, within the content creation world. I love that you were able to break that down and help us with that. So let's say I'm a creator and I want to start on your platform. And let's say that I'm good at making like reels and taking photos around, um, you know, household items, family stuff, things that are going on in my home in general. And I get approved to go into the program. What could I expect for like when I would get started and how much work I could take on each month? Right. So in terms of how much work you take on with our content creators, we kind of have a bit of a different structures based on the creators that we've worked with. So the way that we work is when we have a brand come in and they want to work with us, we can't necessarily put new creators entirely on the project because of course we need to maintain a level of quality so we always test out new creators on the project with creators that are already established and that have worked with us in the past and who have a proven track record in terms of the quality of the work that they do so okay. obviously the more videos that you create with us the more you essentially become a higher level um, a higher level content creator with us. So we would essentially, you would get more opportunities presented to you because we know that you're a professional in content creation. We also make sure not to put content creators. Um, we, we, we make sure that we don't have content creators creating um, videos for brands with the same target audience. Let's say uh, you're a cookware brand and uh, you're looking for, a wellness and lifestyle content creator. Now this creator created for brand A, their cookware brand, created content for them. Another cookware brand comes to us and they want creators. It's not ethical for us to put the same creator on another project because these are competitors. So it wouldn't make sense. Imagine even the target audience, most likely they are kind of targeting in their advertising campaign, the same people, right? So you don't, you do not want to see the same creator advertising product A that is exactly like product B. That's unethical and also not really a good part of your strategy. So um, these are some things that we also look at. We want to make sure that we're always trying out different people, different 
faces for the brand. But like I said before, if we do see that a creator is performing really well, then this is when we start negotiating month-to-month contracts. I love that. And I love how you have it all broken down like that. So how many active campaigns do you guys have going on at like one time? So uh, funny, I was just checking that yesterday. For this week, we have 40 different campaigns going on at the same time. That's a lot when you think about like 40 a week, like with all those different creators, that's a huge opportunity. So where are you seeing the shift in the industry with like UGC and hiring? I feel like, and I've, I've been very like, forward and like outgoing about how, how I feel that this year, 2024 is going to be when businesses finally entered the creator space where they're going to have in-house creators, or they're going to be working with existing creators who have the skills, the tools, the resources to create that content. Like what are you seeing from the industry as a whole right now, as we head into the year? I think one of the things that we're going to be seeing more and more often this year is affiliate commissions. Um, I think this is something that we kind of steered away from in the past few years in the industry. And most of the creators that we find right now have their fixed rates, which we of course, respect and we appreciate. But as well, you have to look at it sometimes from a brand's perspective. Um, Sometimes the rates don't necessarily match what the brand can afford, especially that we have to keep in mind in terms creators and brands need to kind of start compromising in the way that they view things because sometimes they're really like us being the middleman, we understand and we are able to kind of make it work but I find sometimes there's a big difference between reality and expectations we see some creators um charging huge amounts of um amounts of for the for their content and then sometimes we see brands really devaluing um the contents uh, the content creators work what could be a possible uh, solution and compromise between them, especially for content creators that are just starting out or content creators that don't necessarily have a strong portfolio, but they have an ability to sell or they have a small but a very good niche. So with these people, um, with these specific content creators, I think there are huge opportunities um, in affiliate work to be made. So sometimes it might not make sense to pay upfront a huge fixed rate, but um, come up with an agreement with the brand, for example, to um, get affiliate commissions over a six month period or a 12 month period. I think that content creators who are uh, smart, who are more business oriented, will be looking at these as um, uh, opportunities to actually monetize. And once you actually dive in and you see how this could be more profitable than just getting paid once, especially if you create a video that performed so well that the, the brand or the agency wants to run for for months, then there you have an opportunity to make way more money if you have a good affiliate uh, affiliate commission structure in place. So I think this is going to be more popular in this year. I feel like we're going to start seeing more brands pay out on, you know, impressions, on views as well, and just kind of exploring uh, new new ways of working with content creators. So knowing all this, what do you think content creators should be doing to stand out and get noticed by partners and and brands that they want to work with so that they're not just lost in in the sea of opportunities that they have in front of them? I know it's, it's tough. 
I feel like content creators could have different strategies. There's ones that are just, they're like invested in it and hundred percent and they want to take all the initiative themselves. So of course you send out, you do your outreach, always have a portfolio that is targeted towards the niche that you're asked, like you're pitching to a fashion brand, make sure all the examples that you're providing are fashion. If you're going to show them gadgets that you're doing on, it's not going to be interesting to the brand. They're, they're probably reviewing hundreds of creators, so they don't have time for that. Their attention span is too quick. So sense things that are extremely specific to the niche that you're looking to get into. Two, if you are working with the middleman, let's say like us with UGC shop, develop a good relationship with your account manager. Tell them what is your goal with this? How many, wh wh what are you looking to achieve by working with us? You can tell us I'm looking to get more and more into this industry, but you know what? I need to pay rent every month. So I don't want to go and hustle, try to find 20 different projects a month to be able to afford my rent. I'm looking for a part-time or full-time opportunity with a fashion brand this way, this way. And this could be, you know, specifying what you're looking for with someone who is already in the industry can help guide you, you know. Also, you're leaving an impression with the account manager. Now that I know you're so determined and you're so motivated, the next time I get a fashion brand coming to me and they're looking for UGC creators, you're going to be on the top of my mind. So I would say relationships are the most important. Um, maintaining and updating your portfolio is extremely important. And then not everyone can work like UGC shop with kind of fixed structures because obviously we're a bigger kind of agency so we have our big big um fixed payouts um fixed payouts in mind but when you're a content creator i think it's really important to adjust your your payment structure based on the brand as well if you're seeing this is more of an indie brand that they're just starting out you know uh, the brand owner is also the face of the brand. And you can kind of tell that they're the marketing person, the legal person, the person dealing with the products and everything. Then it's also good to kind of acknowledge the fact that they're not a huge multinational company. They can't perhaps afford to pay between $500 to $1,000 per video, especially if they're using it for social media. If they're using it just to post it on their social media channels, they need another... 30 pieces of content per month to at least get some traction on their pages. So it's also important to keep that in mind. If you're pitching to huge publicly owned companies, multinational companies, I understand that you need, um, that you're expecting a bigger budget. So I think just having this kind of adapt adaptability, kind of reading the room as well is really important. If we see sometimes content creators pitching us really big prices, then that kind of leaves a bad, a bad kind of, um, it just shows you that for me, they're not really interested in engaging with the brand, maybe not really looking into creating a longer term partnership with them. And then unfortunately, we won't be able to work with them. So it's, it's really important to know who you're pitching and what exactly you're pitching to them. You're giving us so much great information about like what we can do to pitch and, and be better content creators and, and really, actionable steps to be manageable through the upcoming year. But it also can be, I think, pretty overwhelming, which is why I love the other side of what you're doing with UGC Shop, which is this like doing placement of 
candidate uh, of creators into We're jobs. Getting really good over in our interview, but I want to take a minute to remind you that we now have a new home for the women of video community. You can head over to Patreon right now, and we have the link in our show notes that you can go find it there where we're going to be able to have after show information. We're going to have chats. We're going to have information and just come together to answer questions and connect and support each other as creators. This whole creator thing can be really confusing and can be really lonely. So let's come together to support each other like the badass women that we are. Head over to patreon.com forward slash women of video to get started now. Jobs. What does a creator need to do to get a job as a creator for a company? Like what does this is a totally like new concept, I think, for a lot of companies and for a lot of people today. Like, oh, I could just go make TikToks, Instagram reels for for brands like that, like as my full time gig. So like what 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 is all of that about? So this is so new that I can't tell you that there's something that exists out there. And you can just go and do it because this is something that we literally just created now. I mean, I haven't seen any other content creator placement agencies. I've seen some freelancers do it. So I would say if you're looking to do that, maybe first of all, reach out to us. Let us know that you're a content creator. You're based in what and what state you're interested in you know, finding a part-time job. How many hours are you looking to dedicate? Are you looking for a remote job? Are you looking for a hybrid job? Because these are really important factors. A lot of the companies, from what I've seen, at least in my current experience with higher creators, is that a lot of the companies that are looking for part-time or full-time employees are ironically <laughs> expecting the content creators to come into the office. So it's not similar to the UGC projects that you that you get on a project to project basis where they send out um, where they send out the product and you can just create the content um, at your house. But actually they are expecting them to come in the office and and shoot the content there or at least communicate with that. So I would say if you already have a dream kind of company, that it's your passion, maybe give it a shot, reach out to their marketing uh, department, let them know that you're extremely passionate about them, send them examples of work that, that you like. Um, the only issue that basically was also a main reason we created Hire Creators is companies are just not sure how to hire these content creators, right? You can go to one of, you can go to an Ivy League and then have amazing experience in one of the biggest companies in the world, but you're still not able to shoot good content, edit content, follow brand requirements, etc. So it's really a new kind of, it's so fresh that I don't think there's like a process yet in, um, in place that you're seeing out there. So I would recommend reach out to us and we'll help you um, get placed with an amazing company. I I love the like shameless plug there. Like, I mean, <laughs> I figured out yourself. You can do it. I we feel like when I, feel, you. when I feel like I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn, I will see like brands and people posting like job opportunities and stuff. And I feel like sometimes a company just wants one person to be everything. And it can sometimes feel really like I want you to create content and do the social. And I want you to run our YouTube channel and all of our social platforms. And I want you to, and, 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 and it just becomes like this, they want you to be like a social media team when like as one person, and it can be incredibly overwhelming because it's, and then of course they always want to pay you crap. Like, oh, you're going to make $45,000 a year or something. And so it just can be really stressful to like try and navigate that and figure that all out. And so having a company in a corner that backs you and vets you and tells the companies like, yo, like that's, 
There's too many things for that's one person. Exactly. To do. Manage the expectation. Like people that's and exactly honestly, it. And honestly, people just don't know. Like companies and brands and people just don't know. Like I've been doing social media marketing for 15 years and people still are just like, oh, just post it up on Facebook. I'm like, it's not that easy. I that's know not how this I know. works. <laughs> they lump them in in one position, which is really like what made us think about these things. Because like you're looking for a social media manager, right? The social media manager is someone who's supposed to put together the content calendar, put together the ideas for the content, schedule them, and manage the community. That's one skill set. You want someone who's strategizer, who's organized, right? And who will engage with the community, keep them warm, etc. Then you have... The content creator now. Okay, I'm coming up with the ideas for all the content, but who's creating the content, right? So someone who is good at strategizing doesn't necessarily mean that they're able to create social media templates. They're able to create, you know, all the content, maybe be the face in front of the content. That's another job. No. I look at it like this. Like a social media manager is a manager, right? Their job is exactly. to manage the people that make the things work. Like when you think about like a floor manager like at Target, right? Like a manager at Target is in charge of like all of her personnel on like at the cashiers in the different departments and, you know, customer satisfaction, all that stuff. Like their job is not to ring up the, the stuff and help get people TVs from the back. Like their job is to make sure everyone has what they need and is executing on the overall vision that is needed. So like, you know, like a department manager is going to answer to like the, the store manager, just like a social media manager is going to answer to a marketing manager. But the social media manager has, should have people that they're working with, even if they are contractors, which is where UGC shop Absolutely. is such a great addition where it's like they're having, okay, they have the content creators. They have the people that are in charge of like the social media marketing part, like where they're executing on things and, and scheduling it and making sure it's aligned with the brand vision and stuff. You know, being able to work with people that are creating the content to do things like you could have someone whose job is just, just to do video and someone's job who's just do graphics like photos like there's more to it like just making a social media manager or social media marketer one person who does everything is like trying to have a doctor who also it doesn't make sense it's completely and, different skill sets it's completely different yeah. skill set. the social media manager is supposed to put together the ideas of the content that you want to test out you put together the strategy so what are yeah. the different angles that you're looking to what are the different products that we want to promote what are some things that we want to do and then the Research, social media manager assigns it to the content creator the content yeah. creator creates the content submits the content to the social media manager. The social media manager approves the content and then they will publish it and post it. These are not the same job, you know? It's no. not the same job at all. And if you don't think that a social media manager um, will have enough work by just managing it, then hire a part-time social media manager and hire a part-time content creator. At least here you have more of a wholesome strategy for your social That's media. That's how my social media marketing like agency works. There's four members of our team for one account, right? So it's like we have me, the like point of content, the customer liaison sales, like all that kind of stuff, ideation, that kind of thing. I have a project manager to charge making sure everything gets done, oversees the vision of it, that follow make sure the things are getting done, sets the schedules, all that kind of stuff. I have a social media manager who's in charge of messaging, publishing, 
Also, then we have the content creator. She's in charge of making the content based on the social media manager's vision, based on what's been provided to her by me from our client. And then they also work with the client as well. And, and these are for our clients that are just like smaller monthly accounts. Like it requires multiple parts and multiple areas of genius. Like I remember I got a lot of pushback when I stopped offering advertising as a service for my business because I'm like, guys, it's a totally different service. Like it's like the, they're going to say the brain almost like I advertising and content creation. So different. So and wildly different. They support they each, other. each other, they but they're different. together, but they're not the same person. Like exactly. that's like a marketing marriage right there. A social media marriage is advertising. Exactly. Exactly. And it won't help you look at them objectively either. You know, if you're creating the content, no. and then as a marketer, then you're looking at the results of your ad campaigns. You want to optimize your creatives. If you're creating the content, you're going to be slightly biased. Let's be real. If you're creating the content, you won't be able to look at this content on a, in a more objective, in a more objective way. And and taking from that data and understanding what's working with these creatives, what's not working, so that you can optimize them and of course scale your campaigns. So yeah. These are things that need each other, absolutely need each other, but they're completely different from each other. 100%. And like I said, they were, it's the marriage of the two. It's the working of them both. And I love that you guys provide such a great service for both sides. Like one, brands can dip their toe into the content creation world or get multiple ideas and visions and perspectives and demographics with their content created about their brand because they don't have the skill, the knowledge, or the time to do it. On the other side, like creators that are trying to build up a brand, a portfolio, a skill set, make money. Like it's a way for them to do it with the right alignment and project and things like that and get better at doing something. And then of course, like being able to take it to the next tier, like, okay, this is working. We like doing content. We like having content creation, but you know what? It would probably be really helpful if we had someone on our team to just do this for us whenever we wanted versus having to navigate exactly. all of these things and pieces. Let's, let's hire this person that created on the campaign that we liked or hire a person through this company that has already proven like I said, it's all the layers. And on, and when you think about from a business perspective, it's a really smart like funnel for you guys that really captures at the top and then like continues to work its way down. So, I mean, obviously, chef's kiss. I love that. <laughs> I, met, I, I met, I I had the opportunity to meet Tracy and her partner at um, the Creator Economy Live event. And I was just really interested in what they were doing because it was so unique, not only having the UGC shop, but also having the play, the business that puts creators into jobs. I really think that it is a really great revenue opportunity for creators on the rise, especially while they're building their businesses and they're, or they're building their individual business, their individual brands. And then they're able to just keep doing that skill as creators. So it's an awesome thing. If our ladies listening want to go get more information about UGC shop, where do they go? And what do they do? So if you want to get more information about UGC shop, please go on www.ugcshop.com. And if you want more information about hire creators, then it's hire-creators.com. So hire-creators.com is for the placement agency, basically. And then ugcshop.com is for on a project-to-project basis. Love it. We'll have links that over in our show notes at thewomeninvideo.com. Thank you so much, Tracy, for your time. Your the genius that you are doing. <laughs> you and everyone listening are impossibly amazing. Until next week, peace. 
Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts. 